Mmm, that's good. Welcome to Digital Coffee, where I get you all the tech news brewed up just for you in your little digital coffee mug. Hope you're ready with your coffee cups as well, or if you're driving in traffic, have it, you know, have the travel one ready. Anyways, I'm your host, Brett Dyster, and let's get on with it. Let's see what's brewed up. All right, there's a facial recognition tools software out there. Oh, plenty. It's all the rage in tech right now, AI and all that other fun stuff. Well, it looks like a uh, 22 cent pair of sunglasses can beat it. That's right. What it does is kind of has little multicolored pigmentations. And what happens is that, well, it doesn't do a very good job of figuring out who you are. Well, it will basically, well, it'll give you the wrong person. Like if it was a guy wearing it, sometimes it'll just be a woman. If it's a woman, sometimes it'll be a guy and vice versa. It's just really not that accurate anymore when you do that type of thing because of the pigmentations of the different colors on the really easy made sunglasses can completely throw it off. And, well, it's just, that's just how it is where, you know what, things things like that happen. It's, the tech is not quite there yet where it can be easily fooled by really cheap sunglasses. And that's hilarious. So if you ever want to fool... AI or image recognition software technology and just buy really cheap sunglasses. I mean, seriously, it's like, oh, we know who you are. Really? As you put them on? No, you're the wrong person. All right, move along, move along. It's kind of like the Jedi mind trick of tech right now, except with 22 cent pair of sunglasses and you don't move your hands. Because if you did, they'd be like, what are you doing? Nothing. And they'd be like, stop that. Stop it. All right. Uber people. The people that love Uber, and I'm not saying that Uber isn't something to love because it actually is a good service, has completely redesigned its app. That's right. It's going to make it better for you, faster for you, and more contextualized in a way. It will have different types of options from economy to premium to extra premium or whatever else they call it as well. You could send requests, kind of give a little bit up to date on what's going on with it as well. It also give you uh, different types of routes. It also give you, if you do it a lot, kind of like ask you, are you going home? Are you going to work? All that type of thing. It will even eventually, you know, sync with your calendars so you can get it at the best time that you want to get it because it's what everybody wants to do. That's right. Everybody wants to get where they're going the fastest, the most fastest, the fastest and the bestest. There's a lot of S's in this. Anyways, um, that's what it is. It's going to be rolling out today, or it has rolled out today for Android and iOS, so uh, you don't have to feel left out unless you have a Windows phone and you 90% or almost all the time feel left out. I feel sorry for you guys, really. I mean, you are the butt of the joke a lot of time. But, I mean, you have to understand that Windows Phone, as it may have been great, Microsoft just does not support it. And I'm sorry about that, and I feel for you. Anyways, moving on to, well, so Apple had this event last week after the Microsoft event, and, well... People weren't really that happy about it. The reason why was because of the, the MacBook Pro um, got rid of some things that people may have liked, like uh, the SD card reader. People may have actually really wanted that. 
Uh, they got rid of, they put more uh, USB-C type of uh, inputs or outputs, no more inputs uh, on there. They got they, they got rid of the escape key. I, I'm pretty sure it's a hundred dollar extra for well, just the top row for you know a touch bar because touch screens are so 2007 that nobody uses them. Uh, and so, well, people weren't really that enthusiastic. We're sh we're scratching their head. We're kind of going uh, Apple. I think I think you're going a little cray cray right now. Uh, so there's been a lot of talks, a lot of rumors. People are just saying that without Steve Jobs, it's not going very well for them, which could be very true. Uh, but we just really don't know yet. It's just I don't know. There just seems to be kind of this bottlenecking problem with the creativity inside Apple that just isn't really quote unquote innovating. I don't think they're really as innovative people as as people have like given up to them. I think they do take existing tech and to make it better, which is its own innovation in a way, but they don't make truly something that's so innovative that no one else has done it yet. That's that's how I see it. But anyways, um, yeah, people are going, man, Microsoft. I love Microsoft stuff. What's going on with Apple? I, I just don't feel like I really want this thing. So it should be interesting to see how... Uh, how Apple sales do in the next quarter, uh, in this coming up quarter, uh, and if it actually will, if it actually will be a hindrance, or if it will be like a decline than what we've seen before, because the chatter on the interwebs is just not really liking it, not really at all. Nope. All right, I have Triple T is saying goodbye to recipes. That's right. It is saying goodbye to those and hello to applets. Yes, that's right. The next uh, update or version of IFTTT is going to be more basically closer integration, specifically with uh, Internet of Things or smartwatches. So these are the reason why they're doing this instead of keeping the recipes the same. But there still will be the basic uh, of the recipes. The basic idea of the recipes is still in the applets. It's just they're going into a new frontier and you know better close better integration better close integration better integration with uh, internet of things will help them you know stave off other other types of programs I'm looking at you Microsoft flow uh, but yeah I love I have triple T I think it's one of the better ones out there I mean you have that you have the the para the the Piera. I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm terrible at names sometimes. And then Microsoft Flow, that was kind of just brought out as well. It's been in the beta, the betas. Uh, but yeah, it looks, I like where they're going with this. I think this actually could be a really great thing. Uh, and we'll see how well it actually, you know, does it for that. Uh, so, um, so it could be interesting to see what goes on with it, if it actually will be a good thing or if it will not be a good thing and will be a total disaster, I think it's going to be a good thing. That's, that's my prediction, is it actually going to be a good thing. But applets, like leaflets or um, pamphlets, those lets, I'm going to move on before I go and say too many more of those. You might get a little annoyed at me. Speaking of, you know, Microsoft and Microsoft Flow, Yes, Microsoft Flow is now publicly available, and it is the IFTTT competitor, and it kind of works in the same manner as that. It's for the web, iOS, and Android apps as well. Um, so it works on some enterprise 
software, but for other types of services or, or um, kind of like controlling your lights or social media type posts, you might want to stick with IFTTT, but productivity tools is really good with it. Uh, I That was, would be the recommendation to use it, but I would not use it for, uh, you know, post something on Reddit, save this, save this picture and post it on Instagram, those type of thing quite yet. Now it could get better. We don't really know. It could be better, but right now I I, I would leave that to I have triple T or if because they did shorten it one time. If they still kept I have triple T, interesting. Anyways, moving on to another announcement from Microsoft. It's 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 basically announcement day today apparently. Uh, is that Microsoft Teams, the new Slack rival, is launching today as a beta. So it basically looks like Slack. Uh, but if you are Team Microsoft, I highly recommend that you use this and not integrate with Slack instead because this will have a tight integration with uh, Office products as well. So if you are fully into Microsoft with Outlook, Word, uh, Publisher, not Publisher, that's Adobe. Publisher is Adobe? No, Publisher is Microsoft. I've, I forgot. I had to use that once. And I was like, ah, oh, where's my Photoshop? Uh, PowerPoint, Excel, all of those. You should actually use this. Uh, it works quite well. It's, I think, a little bit nicer version or Slack, uh, Slack competitor version. That's my own personal, just from the look of it. Now, if it works as well, that's another thing. Uh, but yes, they are basically getting into that type of arena because if they don't, Slack will take over and they will be like catch up like they did in the mobile space or they're still doing the mobile space. But yes, they did announce it. Uh, it looks very interesting. Uh, it will have also really great integration with Skype as well. So you have that. You have all these other types of softwares going on. That it just seems interesting. It, it does seem a little interesting you know, where Microsoft's going with this. But with once the sale of LinkedIn goes through, it should be a better, even better tight integration. And they're going to do their best to try to own that professional space. But... Uh, right now it's only in beta, but it will be for iOS, um, Android, and the web, as always. So be on the lookout for that. And if you really want to, uh, talk to your boss, if you aren't the boss, and say, hey, I think we should do this to have a better communication flow with teams. And they'll be like, all right, that's a good idea. And you'll be the hero for an hour. Because I'm not going to tell you you're going to be the hero for all time, because that would be misleading. I don't want to mislead you. All right. Adobe had an, I told you it's an announcement today. Adobe had their big conference, Adobe Max, or Max Conference. It's to the max. Uh, and they announced a slew of new things. First of all, uh, except for Lightroom, because Lightroom got the short end of the stick again. Every other Adobe product updated, which is interesting. Uh, there's a lot of great things coming out of, of this. I do like where they're going with this as well. Uh, but some of the biggest things is uh, the Nimbus or Project Nimbus, where it will basically be almost like a Lightroom type program that's still in beta. So this is where this, this will probably take over Lightroom because Lightroom hasn't been updated since the 2015 version. So I'm either thinking that they're holding off or this is the new version of Lightroom where it's going to... 
uh, you know, kind of be very collaborative. Pretty much what Adobe's big push is right now is to make sure that you can edit things from your mobile tablet devices to your desktop in one seamless way, which is what everybody's trying to do, and it's a smart move. Uh, regardless, if you don't like Adobe, well, I don't really like Adobe Cloud that much, but we don't really have a choice in that one. Uh, so there's that. But however, I will say that the Project, project Nimbus and uh, the Project Project uh, Felix are both very interesting projects. But Nimbus, uh, which was actually there was another one called Nimbus, is an interesting strategy, especially for uh, looking more at just photo manipulation. It's specifically for uh, photo manipulation, plus with its machine learning uh, new software that it has, it's going to be able to, you know, do more like Google, Google Photos with uh, natural language and not having to type in specific uh, wording to get the right image as well. Um, they're using Adobe uh, Sensei, Sensei uh, Artificial Intelligence Service, so that's what it's also doing as well. But Nimbus will also have retouching tools with it. I'm thinking this actually might take over Lightroom. However, I could be wrong about that. It's just Lightroom hasn't been updated yet again, which is kind of weird and me going, uh, uh, but I don't really know. It could or could not. It's just, it just really depends. It depends. It all depends. Ah. Anyways, also with the updates, there was a few that were quite interesting. First of all, uh, Photoshop is getting uh, multicolor fonts, kind of better integration, and emoji integration. Ooh, uh, hey, yeah, I don't really care about that one. Um, but also visual tool search for Adobe Stock, just to get the right photo for you as well. So that's another uh, cool, interesting thing. But Project Felix is, which it will be able to, you'll be able to create uh, more photorealistic photos with 2D and 3D composition tool. So instead of spending hours trying to get it right, you'll be able to have a tool that will help will probably cut down that workflow quite a bit if you know what you're doing. If you don't, it'll probably take you a lot longer. Also, Photoshop and Illustrator will also be getting better support templates in Adobe Stock and better support for working with SVG elements and SVG color fonts. That's what I said before. There's emojis as well, because emojis. And then Adobe uh, After Effects is getting a new 3D rendering engine that's supposed to be uh, 20 times faster than before. Bloody dodge, whoa! Uh, but that's going to be better support. Also, the interesting thing for Premiere is going to be the character animator, which is still in beta, but it's going to be able for you to create puppets faster and easier, thanks to close integration with Photoshop and Illustrator. Also, for on the Premiere side, they're also going to have a co-edits co feature that allows you to have multiple people uh, are sharing across different platforms and allows people to edit uh, or co-edit simultaneously, which is another great thing because, as always, video is becoming more and more popular on social media, and so that's always a good thing for that as well. You also have, which is still in beta, XD, which allows you to create or prototype and design mobile apps. That's right, because apps are a big thing for now until something else comes in, but is only available for Mac. Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, Windows 10 version is going to be coming. It's just 
not there yet, but should be coming. I know Windows people, we have to wait. Sometimes it happens. I'm not really the biggest fan of that, but that's how it is. All right, Facebook had its uh, shared its revenue, and basically it said eh, our ad blockers are blocking the ad blockers is working, and our revenue is up 18%. So yay! Uh, for me, I am a marketer, but I'm also a user as well. I don't like terrible ads. For the most part, I ignore Facebook ads regardless. I just completely ignore them. Sometimes I see them, but most of the time I completely ignore them because we're so inundated with ads. The problem is that a lot of these ads aren't just they aren't just good. They're they're not that great. They're okay, but they aren't great. And so I understand why they're trying to do this. I understand the business side of it is that if you have so many people using ad blockers, your revenue goes down. The other problem is is that Facebook uh, ad revenue may be great now, but it's eventually not going to be great soon because of the the maximum ad load is going to be fastly approaching, which is in the next year. I think it's the mid of next year. Is good. So we could see the maximum and no more because they can't do anymore. They're like, no, no more. We can't do it anymore. We need more ads. Bring the ads. Bring the ads. Let's throw in what's... Ooh, that's not good. Let's... All right. Um, something like that. I, I don't think Facebook really does that, but it's probably something similar to that, which you never really know. Also, Facebook has... Uh, internet.org and it actually has had 40 million people uh, sign up for it and you actually use it which is quite surprising now I've been back and forth with uh, internet.org I understand that Facebook is trying to get more people connected my problem is they're trying to get people connected through Facebook or what Facebook wants them to see and with the ad partner uh, with the partners approved partners I should say that's my only problem with it. it's not really the free and open web that they're Subscribing it, to, subscribing it to me, but it's just one of those things where I'm just like, ah, I I love this idea and I hate this idea all at the same time because it's Facebook. I make really great ideas and then ruin them, and you're just like, I love this idea and hate it at the same time. Thanks Facebook, thanks, thanks for ruining everything because you're too big to fail right now because you're doing a really good job. Ah, let's just move on. Giphy Cat. I actually use Giphy Cat. I love Giphy Cat. It's one of the better uh, places. Now, it's different from Giphy. Giphy is different from Giphy Cat. Now, Giphy Cat has made an acquisition for GIF Brewery that expands its creation capabilities. Now, GIF Brewery, Brewery was only on the Mac, so I never actually got to use it because he never brought it over to Windows, which I'm hoping eventually they will with Giphy Cat's acquisition. But with this, it gave really complex tools and a really nice, easy use. Plus, with the close integration with Giphy Cat, it's going to make them even more popular and even more ways of using it. Now, Giphy Cat doesn't really use GIFs in a way because it uses it, it mimics what GIFs are, but in a different way. So instead of a GIF support, which is just 256 colors, it is 16 million colors. So you're going to have a much richer version of GIFs. And this is probably the new Frontier GIFs that people have been using yet. I really haven't seen Giphy use it yet. They still use the traditional GIFs. But this is great in general. Now, if you were like hankering for like a Vine alternative, Giphy Cat is probably yours to look at. I love it. I update as much as I can with it. I have an account on there as well. Uh, so you should check it out. I think I think it's awesome. To be honest with you, I think it's super cool, very cool. 
Uru Uru. I don't know why I was doing that all of a sudden, but anyways. All right, LinkedIn has announced something new. So Glassdoor, I think a couple weeks ago, released a new update for its app to show you how much your job title should be worth. Unfortunately, I'm not getting paid enough. So, so that's just that's just the unfortunate thing about it. Well, LinkedIn has followed suit and said that we're going to do this so well. And I checked on there. I'm still not getting paid enough. It's really depressing when you don't get paid enough sometimes. But um, it is, it's very interesting now. It's kind of a little bit separate from LinkedIn. You have to go to LinkedIn salary because that's what it's actually called. But it's a lot more easy to use than LinkedIn right now. I'm sorry, LinkedIn, I throw you under the bus. But you have one of the worst user interfaces not really one of the worst, but it's pretty bad. You have one, It's a pretty bad user interface, and everybody complains about it. I know you're updating it, but I'm still going to say it. Please do it sooner rather than later because you need, it needs a refresh. Anyways, moving on. Um, now, it's not really that robust on LinkedIn because I did do mine, and, it re, and I had to look at jobs that may be like this. So some careers are not going to be filled out as much as other ones, and they will at least send you a link to kind of show you a little bit more, but it was unfortunate that marketing and social media weren't really on there, when that's pretty much a standard thing for marketing, you know, those positions are. Weird, I know, I know, I'm just saying it's really weird, uh, but yeah, uh, showed it to one of my coworkers and she was depressed too, because she was not being paid enough. I feel bad for everybody, we're just, we're just not getting paid enough now. It's an unfortunate thing. It's very, very, very unfortunate. So unfortunate. All right, but moving on to less unfortunate things. LastPass. Now, I actually do recommend LastPass because it is a great password management uh, system. Uh, it, I use it. It's really robust. Uh, it always encrypts your passwords and also will give you passwords as well. Well, they kind of had a very weird... Uh, pricing scheme where it didn't really make sense. If you wanted to do it everywhere, you had to pay like $12 a month for it, and you had other ones as well. Um, however, they're like, nope, gonna get rid of this. So you can download it for any uh, device for free. Now, the paid or premium version is going to have more advanced features, which is fine with me. I mean, they have, they do have to, you know, get paid for this, and they are protecting your passwords in your digital life as I call it so I mean they have to figure out a way to get some money I mean that's just how it is so when you do get the premium ads you get no ads on it which is another win-win uh, you also get a little bit more extra security with it and more uh, customer support with it as well now I like this way because it makes uh, the premium or the pricing scheme more streamlined and not less confusing but I do highly recommend uh, getting LastPass. There's also Dashlane, there's also Bitwarden, which is the open source, which is free. So you have your you have your choices. I've used Bitwarden in this one. I still use LastPass because it is very robust, it's very nice, and it's really good. I mean, you, you, you can't go wrong with really good. Can you? Can you? You can? No, you can't. No, no. Anyways, apps and programs to try this week. All right, Whale is in beta, and it's basically a question and answer with video. So think Quora with video. It was made by the guy who, well, founded Twitch. 
Yes, if you know what Twitch is, you'll go, whoa, that's really big, a really huge site. Yes. Well, he's doing something else instead. He's doing this app for people that really want to, you know, learn about things or ask influencers about what they're doing. And sometimes they'll respond. I don't really know. I haven't really checked it out too much. But yes, you should try it out. It's called Whale. It's only for iOS, so I'm sorry, Android users. You don't get that at all. Also, for uh, for the web, Notebook Web Clipper. This allows you to clip uh, text images and entire articles from the web and save it all on your notebook. That's right. It's part of Zoho Notebook. That's kind of a whole thing about it. But it's a great way just to bookmark. It's kind of a, basically a thing of paper as well. Paper allows you to save things or save for Facebook as well. This is, allows you to do it easily. And you can add to Chrome because it's always fun to add things to Chrome. You know it's true. You know it's true. And all right. Um, so the holiday season is coming up really quickly because it's November now. Uh, so I'm thinking about next week actually doing a holiday guide on the podcast or digital coffee for you guys to figure out what you want to get for your techies because your techies are very particular about what they want. So I be on the lookout for that as well because uh, I I do care about what people get and you know, I hope you always get reasonably priced tech that's good quality as I, I always say. So I'll try to find the best stuff. What I've used and what I've seen around for what you, sh you should get. This will probably be from... My uh, aspiring podcasters, what mics you should get uh, from mice to uh, computer parts as well, to monitors, to keyboards, and everything in between, DSLRs, all that other fun stuff. I really want you guys to be, uh, you know, updating on all that other fun stuff. So uh, expect that next week on Digital Coffee. And all right, that is the end, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to subscribe to Digital Coffee on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Acast, and iHeartRadio. Yes, just hit that subscribe button because you know you want to. And also, as always, please consider subscribing or following Digital Coffee on social media with Twitter at DigitalCO77EE at uh, Periscope at the same Digital CO 77EE, Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast, Player.me and Digital Coffee. Give Cat is I'm on digital underscore coffee as well. Uh, LinkedIn Digital Coffee Podcast, YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast. I think that's about it. Yeah, that's, that's quite a bit. So, I mean, you have your, have your choices. Also, Twitch and uh, YouTube Gaming Mom as well. Don't really do as much because, well, you have several jobs. It gets a little difficult. Uh, but yes, and if you like these podcasts, please go to the store. I have a lot of great uh, coffee mugs and t-shirts and a hoodie for you to buy. It's all it's all geeky stuff because you know it's all good. Also, if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon and Podbean and Digital Coffee. All right, join me on Friday where I go through gaming news. That's right, new schedule. Woo. All right, guys, have a good rest of the week and see you Friday. Later. Bye.